It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Stahl, also co-host of On the Line on ESPN 106.7 and Fox Sports Central Alabama, also writer for USA Today for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. Really appreciate you guys making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody that we are free and available on all podcast platforms. Today's episode episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. All right, so early signing day, national signing day, whatever you want to call it, I don't care. It is officially wrapped up. Kentucky finished the uh, early signing period uh, number 11 in the in the country. They are number four in the SEC, according to 24-7 Sports Recruiting Rankings. It was a fantastic class for the Wildcats, one of the best that they've had in a very long time, if not ever. We're going to recap every single player that has signed and or committed, obviously, because of the offensive tackle, Keonta Goodwin. He is not officially signed with the Wildcats, but he has committed at least from my understanding, according to 24-7 Sports. So we're going to break down every single uh, player on today's episode. We're going to go through what they bring to the table and what was said about them by their individual uh, individual uh, position coaches. Really excited to get into it. So let's go ahead and kick it off here. Uh, with the uh, We're going to start at the bottom of the class, and we're going to work our way up. So at the bottom of the class, Jackson Smith, the two-star kicker out of Danville, Kentucky. He is 5'11", 170 pounds. Again, a kicker. Out of Boyle County High School, he is the number 14 kicker in the 2022 recruiting class, number 19 player in the state of Kentucky. He had uh, another offer from uh, Eastern Kentucky and obviously chose the Wildcats over EKU. You look at some of his numbers. He was 198 of 208 on extra points and two or 12 of 14 on field goals. When you watch some of his films, something that that is uh, good to note about uh, about Smith is that he has, and this is something actually his position coaches uh, mentioned. He he has elevation on his kick, so it's not going to get blocked. Uh, he drives them. He doesn't drive them out. He doesn't drive them like it's not like a flat kick. It, he drives it up, so again, it's not going to get blocked. He's tested very well at kicking camps. He also does kickoffs, punts outside of just field goals, and he also played wide receiver uh, for a little bit during his time. Again, at Boyle County High School. All right, moving along here, Elijah Reed, second guy up in the 2022 recruiting class, three-star prospect out of Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky Pleasure Ridge Park uh, is where his high school is located. Local product, obviously, defensive back coach uh, Chris Collins said Kentucky wants length in the secondary, and they certainly get that with Elijah Reed. He's listed, listed at six foot three, 180 pounds, the 131 quarterback in the uh, in the country, number 14 prospect in the state of Kentucky. He was uh, being looked at by Utah, Illinois, Purdue, West Virginia, and multiple other schools. I believe he just recently actually visited 
uh, with with the Utah Utes, uh, but he eventually signed with the uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. Again, length is something that is really important uh, in this in this defensive backs class, according to Chris Collins. He also said that he has really good work ethic. Uh, Chris Collins did about Elijah Reed. He is going to be used as a press corner that will work well in man to man situations because of his length. Uh, it really seems that he benefits from those press situations. I have watched some of his film, and I will say he's obviously raw in certain areas. His hips are still just a little tight for a cornerback. Uh, I think he's definitely going to develop along just fine. His size uh, definitely has helped him out up until this point in his career, and I certainly imagine it's going to continue uh, to benefit him during his time in Division One at the uh, University of Kentucky. All right, Brandon White, uh, wide receiver, uh, in the uh, in the 2022 recruiting class, three-star kid out of Cincinnati, Ohio, five foot nine, 165 pounds, undersized guy, uh, but he plays larger than his size and has great athleticism and can jump. Wide receiver coach Scott Woodyard said his speed was a, that speed was a priority in this class, and uh, and White definitely brings that to the to the table. He's a vertical threat that will primarily be used in the slot. Again, only five foot nine, 165 pounds. He's a speedster speedster and again that like I just said that's something that this this uh, coaching staff emphasized in this class they wanted speed they certainly got it with Brandon White all right Josh Caddis tight end uh, he is listed at six foot four 235 pounds three-star kid out of Cincinnati Ohio as well as Brandon White Vince Morrow uh, tight ends coach says that Kentucky already has uh, athletic tight ends on the roster, such as Isaiah Cummings, that can actually be like legitimate receiving threats. Uh, but what they wanted in this year's class was inline blockers, and Caddis definitely provides that. His father played as a tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. He also, uh, his father played at the University of Min- uh, Michigan. So Caddis uh, grew up understanding the position, understanding how to uh, how to play. It's very apparent whenever you watch his film that he's been coached very well uh, during his time in high school. He's got very soft hands. He can catch. He is very athletic. But what, again, Kentucky wanted in this class was a very physical blocker. And again, Josh Caddis, uh, when you break down some of his film, whenever you look at some of his blocking film, man, he is uh, he's very aggressive. You absolutely love to see that from your tight ends. And I would like to see how he's utilized in the future, specifically on the edge, not just as an inline blocker, but how's he used on the edge and sweeps and stuff like that. I think he can definitely help out in all different areas of the running game, especially if he's going to develop as like a legitimate receiving threat. Right. I would like to see him. Uh, on the outside as well blocking because if he can do both I mean he's just going to be a really really nice specimen that uh, that Kentucky can utilize in a lot of different ways moving forward all right Tomiwa Durojai I really hope I'm not butchering his name I believe it is uh, it is Tomiwa as uh, that is how you pronounce his name defensive lineman out of Middletown uh, Delaware six foot four 255 pound kid three star uh, in the uh, 24/7 sports recruiting rankings explosive and long will play on the edge for Kentucky uh, defensive line coach Anwar, St- uh, Anwar Stewart says he is a violent player and says that he has Josh Pascal like qualities final player here before we move on Saquon Frazier the cornerback uh, Kentucky does not have a breakdown of him I went and watched some of his film and just kind of gave my assessment he's got good quickness 
He had uh, he had uh, taken an official visit to UTSA in Utah. Mississippi State, Tennessee, Texas Tech, Washington, and Indiana were among his uh, offers. Uh, I was not personally impressed with a lot of his film. It felt like he consistently play he he plays well as a corner, but there were times in his film where it was not a highlight of him sticking with the receiver. It was a highlight of him getting beat and then having to recover. And it was typically a bad ball that the quarterback had put, and so it allowed it allowed a Frazier to make a play on it. So it, it I definitely want to see more out of this young man. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. I was just not necessarily impressed with the highlights that I got to see from him. I want to. See see uh, more more uh, film on him where he's actually being forced to get into position to make a play on a legitimate throw or uh, on a legitimate route that a, that a receiver is running. Again, not saying that this kid's bad. I just did not. I didn't get to see some some legitimate film on uh, on him. All right, we're going to talk about more of Kentucky's uh, 2022 recruiting class in just a second. Today's show brought to you by NetSuite. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite, and over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing programs to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked on NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing along here, breaking down every single recruit so far in the 2022 recruiting class for the uh, the University of Kentucky. Again, uh, Kentucky is sitting at 11th nationally. They are fourth in the SEC. It has been an absolute, absolutely phenomenal year for this coaching staff and Mark Stoops in terms of recruiting. We're going to continue along here, breaking down uh, all, every single player. Moving up here, Quintel Jones, defensive lineman. Uh, he is another part, uh, another piece of this uh, of this class where. Uh, Kentucky really seems to have gotten after a lot of different defensive linemen. Six foot two, three hundred and fifteen pounds. He's going to play nose tackle for the Wildcats. He is a three-star prospect out of Fort Valley, Georgia. Played at Peach County High School. Uh, was the number eighty-six overall defensive lineman in the uh, in the country. He was the number fifty-nine prospect in the state of Georgia. Really, just just shows you. Uh, and this is not a knock on the state of Kentucky by no by no means. I'm just uh, observing. Jackson Smith, as a kicker, as a two-star kicker, was the 19th overall player in the state of Kentucky, and then a three-star nose tackle 
uh, out of uh, out of Georgia is the 59th best player in the state. It definitely shows you that Texas, uh, Georgia, Florida, California, places like that, they really truly are uh, football powerhouses whenever it comes to recruiting. But Quintel Jones is a nose guard. Anwar Stewart, the defensive line coach for Kentucky, said quickness was a priority in this class on the defensive line. And even for the for a nose tackle, uh, Quintel Jones is very, very quick. He plays with passion. I absolutely love this guy's film. Plays with quickness, plays with aggressiveness. For a nose tackle, he is he moves. I mean, he moves really, really well. I absolutely love this kid's film. I think he could potentially develop into a, a legitimate stud uh, for the Wildcats moving on down the road. All right, Nick Hall, offensive tackle, six foot six, three hundred and ten pounds. He is out of Austin, Texas. He played at uh, Atkins High School. And uh, this is a guy, while he may not be uh, rated very high, again, only a three-star kid, you watch some of his film, absolutely love it. Eric, Wol- Eric Wolford, uh, the offensive line coach, said that he is an, an aggressive tackle that is versatile, has really good length, and moves well. Uh, Hall also played defensive line a little bit during his time in high school. Wolford said this, that he can become one of the best linemen Kentucky has had in a very long time. And, I mean, he certainly has the uh, the size to do it at six foot six. And I'll just say, if he's able to uh to uh to rotate either left or right tackle i definitely think that he is a very valuable piece especially as a three star uh in this class moving on up here andre stewart cornerback uh is also a three star six feet tall six feet tall 169 pounds out of kennesaw georgia he uh played at north cobb high school chris collins the uh, defensive backs coach described this kid as tremendously savvy uh, Stewart lacks a little bit of height. Again, he's only six feet tall, but he has very, very long arms uh, for his size and instinct to make up for the lack of height. He gets downhill very quick. You watch some of his film and run support. He does not shy away from contact uh, despite his size. This is a kid that I really, really liked. Love, loved his film as well. Uh, really liked what I saw from this kid in terms of instinct and just ability to uh, to go out and hit somebody because uh, you could see on his film he really enjoyed doing so. Jordan Anthony, athlete. Uh, he is a three-star prospect out of Tylertown, Mississippi, played at Tylertown High School. Again, three-star prospect. He is five foot nine, 160 pounds. Uh, he is an undersized receiver, obviously, as I just noted, but he is crazy fast, crazy fast. You watch this kid's film, I mean, he is gone. Like, he is incredibly quick, like SEC caliber speed quick. Like, it is no joke. He will return punts. Uh, he plays played defensive back a little bit uh, as well uh, at, at his high school. Hit very, very hard as a defensive back. Uh, absolutely love this kid's film. All right, Kobe Albert. Uh, this is somebody that we talked about, I believe, on yesterday's show. Uh, I obviously know about Albert because uh, because of my ties to Auburn. He was a uh, he was a commitment to Auburn initially. Auburn completely backed off of him for whatever reason, and then Kentucky came in and stole him right before early signing day. Five foot eleven, one hundred and seventy five pound athlete, three star prospect out of Fairfield, Alabama. Played at Fairfield Prep. Had two interceptions as a. Uh, as a uh, as a junior, also had 267 receiving yards. So he played both ways. I'm not sure what he's going to play for the Wildcats. I would assume he's going to play receiver. Uh, but it, but it, but either way, this is just a just a complete athlete that Kentucky is getting. Really nice uh, piece as a as a three star prospect. Moving along here, Destin Wade. This may be my favorite pickup of the entire class. He is an listed as an athlete. He plays quarterback. 
he could also, if Kentucky wanted to, they could probably put this kid at running back, and I would not be mad at it, but he's going to play quarterback. He's very, very athletic, got great size, six foot three, 205 pounds, four-star again. Uh, he is uh, from Spring Hill, Tennessee, played uh, high school ball at Summit High School, had offers from Baylor, Cincinnati, uh, he also had an offer from Arizona State, Kansas, Louisville, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Penn State, Texas A&M, uh, South Carolina, Virginia Tech, West Virginia. I mean, the list just goes on for this kid. Really, really talented guy. Uh, he he has great, great uh, running ability. Uh, I think that's obviously what stands out about him. That's why I said that he could potentially work as a running back uh, for the Wildcats. Has really good downfield accuracy as well. Do not misconstrue this. This is not a kid that can only just run. Uh, this is a kid that can also throw as well. He he's got a really nice uh, he's got a really nice deep ball. I will say, if I'm going to knock something uh, on this kid, he whenever he loads up to throw, he loads up low. He doesn't necessarily put his shoulder into it. He doesn't rotate his shoulders around like to, to throw downfield. He loads up low with his elbow, and it just kind of looks weird kind of coming out of his hand uh, initially. Uh, but it's not it's not a sidearm throw or anything like that. It just looks a little weird to me. But it's not necessarily an issue. Again, if the if he's getting the ball downfield and, and uh, he's capable of putting accuracy and touch on the ball, uh, I don't necessarily think that mechanic is a big issue. That's the only thing I could really critique, critique around him. He's got... Really good footwork for a uh, for a for a high school quarterback. I noticed uh, he doesn't necessarily click his heels that often. That's something that's a tendency that you see in high school quarterbacks. He he looks like his three step drops and his five step drops are, are are pretty darn solid. So I really liked what I saw out of uh, out of Destin Wade whenever I got to break down some of his film. Really like him. I think that he could potentially be the uh, the next man up after uh, after Will Levis graduates. Love the potential I saw in quarterback Destin Wade. All right, in just a second, we're going to talk about uh, the final six commitments of this class, and we're just going to talk about overview, just kind of what I thought about National Signing Day. We're going to break all that down in just a second. Today's episode brought to you by Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all the insights and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? You can switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for more details. Today's show also brought to you by Ben Online. Ben Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march into the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, so head over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online where the game starts. 
All right, so wrapping up the Thursday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Again, really appreciate you guys making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody again that we are free and available on all podcast platforms. And if you would do so, go ahead and please subscribe so that you get notified whenever the next episode of Locked On Kentucky comes out. All right, final six commitments here. Grant Bingham, offensive tackle. Uh, he's listed as an off- offensive tackle, but Kentucky, uh, according to uh, the offensive line coach Eric Wolford, they're going to use him as a guard. Six foot six, three hundred and two pounds, uh, out of Paintsville, Kentucky. Four star kid, number thirty overall offensive tackle in the uh, twenty twenty two class. Number three player out of the st- state of Kentucky. Love to see uh, the Wildcats picking up the uh, the best prospects in their own state. Out of Johnson Central High School, had uh, various offers. Uh, from Arizona State, Arkansas, Miami, Michigan, Michigan State, South Carolina, Stanford, TCU. I mean, just your your standard Power 5 schools and then Kentucky just casually swooping in and being like, oh, well, I'll take this four-star offensive tackle. Thank you very much. Absolutely love the size that Grant possesses and especially so with the fact that Eric Wolford thinks that this guy can turn into a versatile piece that can play all uh, that can play four different positions. He can either play either guard spot or either, either tackle spot for the Wildcats moving forward, but he's probably going to play guard. At least that's what Wolford said. He's probably going to play guard. Uh, like this kid's film, very uh, very physical and run blocking. He played on a high school team in uh, in uh, Johnson Central that really liked to run the football. So there's a lot of highlights of him in run blocking. Very physical, very physical player. And again, love the the size to complement it. All right, Alex Afari. He's listed out as an athlete. He uh, is most likely going to play cornerback, uh, or not most likely. He is going to play cornerback for the for the Wildcats. Six foot two, 195 pounds, four star kid, uh, number 12 player overall in the state of Ohio, number 16 athlete nationally uh, out of Westchester, Ohio. Played at Lakota West High School. Uh, you look at some of this kid this kid's film. He's very long, athletic, very quick. Uh, something that Chris Collins used several times to describe him was fluid, and you can absolutely see that when you break down this kid's film. This may be my second favorite player in the uh, in the class. I think uh, I think uh, Destin Wade is definitely my first. I think this kid Alex Safari may be my second, just because he is uh, that word. He's very fluid. He seems like he understands what he's doing. He moves very well. Uh, can can hit really really hard. You saw that. You can see that in his film. Can lay the wood. Uh, played offense as well a little bit. That's why he's listed as an athlete. So it's just a, a physical freak. Just a casual, you know, for Kentucky football, just a casual another four-star kid. You know, no big deal. Just Kentucky out here with the number 11 recruiting class in the nation. It's because of kids like this. All right. Dion Walker, defensive lineman. You talking about studs? Six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds. Four star, number six player in the state of Michigan, number thirty-eight uh, overall defensive lineman in the in the two thousand and twenty-two uh, recruiting class. What jumps off the page whenever you watch this kid's film? Like I just mentioned, six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds. The kid is massive. He is a massive interior defensive lineman. Works very well in different hand te- techniques on the line. Very quick. Very lengthy. And plays with motor. And Anwar Stewart uh, was just uh, speaking volumes of praise and, and, and really, really hyped this kid up uh, whenever he was asked about him. I mean, he is just a phenomenal piece for Kentucky. He is absolutely huge. Like this guy, if he can, if he can, can continue to establish that motor that he had in high school, if that can translate to the SEC, man, this kid is going to be something really, really special. Loved what I saw out of Deion Walker. All right, Dane Key, 
wide receiver out of Frederick Douglass High School in Lexington, Kentucky, hometown kid, uh, wide receiver, six foot two, 190 pounds, four-star athlete, best player in the state of Kentucky, number 39, wide re- overall wide receiver in the uh, 2022 recruiting class. His father played at Kentucky. And Dane Key is the all-time leading receiver at Frederick Douglass. His high school had over 1,700 receiving yards and 26 touchdowns during his uh, high school career. You like the height, six foot two, 190 pounds. Uh, he uh, he's got time to grow into his body. Uh, I think he's got really good ball skills and hand-eye coordination. He tracks the ball extremely well whenever it's in the air. Uh, he also has really good round, route running. Uh, he's fluid. Uh, I think that he's not pro- he's not necessarily the fastest guy out there, uh, but I definitely think that he uh, he's definitely capable of uh, starting at Kentucky relatively soon. All right, Tyrese Fearby, defensive end, uh, has elite speed. This kid, I'll tell you what, jumps off the page for me. Elite speed. Uh, he is out of Perry Traditional Academy, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Six foot five, two hundred twenty-five pounds. Four-star kid, number five player in the state of Pennsylvania, number 12 player, or 12 edge, excuse me, in the uh, 2022 recruiting class. Again, like I mentioned, this kid for six foot five, 225 pounds, uh, and uh, defensive line coach noted this, he is really quick. Really, really quick. That's the reason he's playing edge. Uh, he plays really. He plays that posi- position very, very well. If you watch some of his film, it's just bam, right in your face. He's 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 in the backfield. The offensive tackle. If he takes a bad step, he's gone. He's dead, dead in the water. The quarterbacks. The quarterbacks probably crying for his mama. This is an absolute steal for uh, for Kentucky. At least I think, especially considering his size. Absolutely love this kid's film. He's probably my third favorite player in this class. All right, Barry and Brown. Final two here, Barry and Brown, wide receiver out of Nashville, Tennessee, Pearl Con High School, six foot one, 173 pounds, four-star kid, number three player in the state of Tennessee. That's huge. Number 22 wide receiver in the 2022 recruiting class. This kid, uh, this kid had some some really serious offers. He had offers from Alabama, Auburn. TCU, Florida State, Georgia, LSU, Miami, Michigan State, uh, Michigan, Missouri, Ole Miss, Oregon, Penn State, Texas A&M, Texas. Oh my goodness! Uh, this kid has had this. Uh, this kid is a. Um, this kid, I don't 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 take this the wrong way. This kid is not somebody that Kentucky gets. If you understand what I'm saying, this is not. Uh, this is not the caliber of player that Kentucky normally ends up with. This kid is an absolute stud. He's very quick. Again, talking about what Kentucky is prioritizing in this class is speed, and Barry and Brown possesses that. Played several positions uh, on the offensive side of the ball. He reminds me of Brandon Ayuk for Arizona State. He's very, very comfortable with the ball in his hands. This is something that uh, that the receivers coach uh, continued to harp on over and over uh, during the, the the film breakdown. Is that uh, is that uh, Scott Woodyard kept saying, you know, anytime you can get the ball in this kid's hands, he is going to be electric. He may it may be a, it may be a house call, maybe a crib call uh, for Barry and Brown. He is very very comfortable moving with the ball in his hands, and he's somebody like Brandon Ayuk that I think if you get him the ball, get him different touches, he's going to succeed. Hmm, who does that sound like for Kentucky that they've had in the past? Well, Lynn Bowden uh, would be one. Uh, let's see now. T- uh, 
Tavion Robinson could potentially be that this year. Wandale Robinson has been that certainly for the Wildcats this season. I'm not necessarily saying that this is an AP kind of guy, like an all-purpose kind of guy, but he lined up in a lot of different places uh, during his time in high school. This is... um. This is just a long. This is another guy in a long line of of, of receivers that have been able to do a lot, uh, potentially for the Kentucky Wildcats. This uh, this kid is going to uh, be something special. All right, final guy here. This is not. He did not sign, but he did commit, at least from my understanding, according to what Twenty Seven Sports says. Kianta Goodwin, offensive tackle. Five-star kid. There were rumblings that he may potentially flip to Michigan. There were rumblings that he may potentially go elsewhere. You look at his offer sheet. Michigan State was also on that list. Alabama was on that list. Texas A&M was on that list. Auburn, Clemson, Florida, Georgia. I mean, those are some of the big names. LSU, Miami. Everybody and their mother wanted this kid, obviously, because he is a he's a he's a five-star tackle. But what stands out? Six foot eight. 340 pounds. This kid is 18 years old. Does not make sense. Six foot eight, 340 pounds. Number one player in the state of Indiana. Number four overall offensive tackle in the class. Number 25 player nationally. 25th best player in the country to go into the Wildcats. Wow. Ohio State was also in the mix as well for this kid. I mean, out of Charleston, Indiana, Charleston High School. Uh, this is uh, this just kind of blows me away that Kentucky's able to pick up guys like this, man. I'm just kind of shocked. I'm sh- I'm shocked that they held on to him. I'm shocked that nobody else came after him and got him. Very physical specimen. Uh, has he's got that explosiveness. A lot of these kids in this class, by the way, and we turn on the tape, something that stands out to me is just explosiveness. Like they just get off the ball quickly, offensively, defensively, even receivers. They've got great first steps. Plays with physicality. And intensity, uh, he uh, really finishes on different plays. He's very coordinated uh, for a guy that's six foot eight. Both very, very solid in pass protection and run blocking. He's got great work ethic, according to his coaches. This is a guy that I'm really excited about. He's uh, he's not my he's not my favorite pickup in the class just because it's like well the duh that's the clear cut best player in the class, uh, but I definitely think that guys like uh, guys like Alex Afari and Tyrese Fearby and uh, and um, and Destin Wade the quarterback I definitely think d- different guys like that could potentially really blossom into something special. But Keonta Goodwin, the uh, the the gem of this 2022 recruiting class, and that's where we re- we we end the recap there. He is, uh, he is just an absolute stud, and I'm th- very, very excited to see him uh, playing for the Wildcats uh, in, the, in the years to come. And again, just to put a bow on it, number 11 nationally, number 4 in the SEC, are the Kentucky Wildcats in the 24-7 sports recruiting rankings. Who would have thought that Kentucky would be able to climb to a point like this four, five, six years ago? It's, uh, I'm not saying that Kentucky's a football school because obviously, uh, obviously basketball is still very much so respected, but man, uh, Mark Stoops is building something special. And you guys thought he might leave. I, I did not think that he was going to leave, and I think this recruiting class is, is just evidence why. It's evidence why Mark Stoops is not going to leave because he is building something already here with the Wildcats. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. Really appreciate you guys listening and hanging out today. 
uh, now that you've listened to the uh, to the episode and you've gotten to listen to my breakdown of the uh, entire 2022 recruiting class, make your second listen today. Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. On tomorrow's show, we're going to be breaking down Kentucky basketball versus Ohio State. We're going to be previewing that matchup. I'm going to try not to cry because I just feel like Kentucky's going to go and get blown out after what I saw against Notre Dame uh, this past weekend. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnUK. You can follow me on Twitter at Pound. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, Anything you want to talk about, shoot me a DM, tag me. I'd love to uh, to hear your thoughts. I will see you all tomorrow. Go Wildcats, and God bless. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.